0: Welcome to Drop Bar Texas, a podcast about cycling in Texas. I'm Paul, and your host. It's been about a month and a half since the last episode, and I feel like so much has passed. On the road, the icebreaker at the driveway, Pace Bend, and Lago Vista all looked to have great turnouts. It's so good to see road racing happening. For gravel, the Rattlesnake Gravel Grind was won by Justin McQuarrie, last weekend. And I hear they doubled their number of registrations this year. That's just awesome. It's also that time of year where people are dusting off their bikes to get ready for the MS-150 ride. Speaking of, if you're new to the sport or this will be your first big ride, get some group ride time in beforehand and plenty of it. It keeps the ride safer for everyone. For me, I'm looking forward to more ride time soon. Our weekend commitments begin to slow down after Easter. In the meantime, I'm taking advantage of a little longer bike commute whenever possible. The other day, a family excitedly asked me if I was Dutch because of my cycling cap. This is because when I incorporated the Texas flag colors into the drop bar Texas cap design, I unknowingly put these colors in the Netherlands flag design on the side. It was unintended, but I don't mind. It's going to stay the way it is. And uh, besides, I do like to hear how excited this family was. And they were on bikes as well. Another plus. Speaking of designs, the new Drop Bar Texas jersey bibs and caps are available online at Jackaroo. The jerseys are a little different at the collar. I just got mine in and love it. Jack Rue allows you to choose a regular or slim fit in addition to the size. Plus, each purchase helps support the podcast. Go to jackrue.com to purchase your own. Okay, let's move on to today's guest, Armando Espinosa. Armando is a realtor, cyclist, and a good friend of mine going back at least 10 years. We met up at Huey's Tavern and Vietnamese Grill over here on 18th street in houston for some dinner and catching up on cycling life and what's next i hope you enjoy
1: all right we are at huey's on 18th street in the heights area close to o4 super excited my name is armando espinosa jr texas realtor houston texas i'm super excited to be here with the one and only
0: (laughs) paul negrete we're out here um, just doing a little podcasting for Drop Bar Texas, and of course uh, for Armando's uh, uh, page as as well. <laughs> well, I forget what it's called these days because it was it it, it was uh, H-tine, uh, oh, H Time apps for a long time.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> what
0: what are you calling it's, it these days, man?
1: Oh, my podcast. Yeah, uh, it's it is my, my podcast is going to be a real estate oriented one. Yeah. but uh it's still sitting in the archives of apple <laughs> so my podcast is h time haps or h time i don't know i don't remember i pretty much went around all the bike races all, all the scenes and everything and just talked about laying in a tent and uh building it and, and how um yeah uh, and how it was uh, the race course, whether it was a road or mountain bike race, because I traveled all over Texas. Yeah. And I just wanted to share my experience to anyone racing, thinking about racing in the middle of racing, and just have that connection with those kind of cyclists. So, and, yeah. And,
0: if, and you guys might remember from, from the past, because there's earlier episodes Armando's been on, um, you know, we got a history because... Um, yeah, Armando raced for me with uh, Houston Community College, and uh, yeah, we had a lot of, had a lot of fun doing that. Um, introducing him to to road racing, and yeah, his uh, first road race I think was uh, Pace Ben. Put him out there on that hill.
1: Pace <laughs> Ben, oh my gosh, that was my <laughs> first race and uh, first race, man. Yep, you introduced me to pain. How about that? <laughs> yeah, and you liked it. You <laughs> yeah. liked it so. I'm, I'm, ai I'm a, a, a glutton for punishment, man. That's what it's all about. So, um, yeah, yeah that, that was, that was when I was Houston community college, getting my, uh, degree in, in physical therapy assistant and we connected, uh, Zach, Zach Ross, mm-hmm. big time. He was racing. He was probably cat three working on his cat three, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I knew nothing about riding bikes. I didn't yeah. know the whole concept of drafting, so yeah. uh, maybe I still don't. Because I just go out there and, <laughs> and attack, and I, I forget about my energy and just just burn matches. So uh, you know, but it's fun.
0: It's it's fun, you know. I mean, we're not we're not professionals out there. We don't we don't have anything to hold back, so
1: well, it's, awesome, it's man. a good time. I like this <coughs> place you suggested. Huey's is a, is a really chill spot.
0: Yeah, yeah. You, so Huey's. Uh, for you folks that haven't been here, it's on 18th Street uh, next near Ella. Yeah. And uh, I like to say, Ella,
1: Ella, Ella. Ella, Ella. But,
0: um, yeah, it's, it's a little spot. It used to be uh, Queen Burger back in the day. Queen Burger. A little, a little okay. history on the spot. Yeah. And uh, I had I used to have an apartment not far from here. And I'd walk over or bike over, have me a burger. Yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, the owners... Uh, Redid this as a um, Vietnamese uh, slash. I don't think not tech specs, but it's. it's, I think the the thought is uh, from what Philip had had told me. um, It's Vietnamese slash bar food, comfort food type type thing. You know, right on. So, so you kind of wanted kind of like a yeah. You go to a bar, you can get a burger chicken tenders or whatever but yeah what's the Vietnamese take on that
1: dude I I love Vietnamese food I grew up with Vietnamese Filipino friends yeah all types of cultures and uh yeah I would always love to go over their house have all types of great dishes yeah they were a little bit like the Hispanic, you know, Mexican dishes, mm-hmm. but oh man, they were they were good. Yeah. so good. So yep, yeah,
0: yep, yeah, yeah, some noodles, some rice, you know, yeah, and yeah, uh, and chicken, chicken or pork, it's oh. like they're staples, you know. So. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> but, well, Awesome, man. You know, tell us about your podcast. I mean, I, I was I the first one to donate to your uh, podcast, I think, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll throw yeah. them some couple bucks. I need to increase my <laughs> donation, by the way. Why haven't I mean, you told me? You need to you need to call me and say, hey thanks for the donation but i need an extra 15 20 more dollars what the heck i'd be like that yeah i need to be on your sponsor team and get more dollars rolling through the door
0: you um yeah you you I, are my first oh yeah. hello oh thank you yeah but um uh, yeah you actually are the the, the first uh supporter uh, which which was cool to see i was like i was like oh hey i got a supporter now. yeah We got, you know, I got a, I got a nice, uh, a nice solid queue of listeners, okay, uh, which is nice, and um, I go out to the bike races uh, when I can make it. Background on me, I've got, you know, married, got three kids. Uh, so, but you still party so. though, right? You still party. <laughs> yeah. Or like the Like the, the bounce house party, <laughs> you know, heading zoos. Uh, what do you, what, what's the, 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 trampoline park. <laughs> yeah. Here?
1: Trampoline world yeah. dress yeah. up parties. Right. All that. Yeah. yeah. The kids. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Got yeah. it.
0: Yep. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, you know, we, I raced for a long time amateur and then, uh, got married, got kids. And couldn't couldn't do as much of that anymore. But I wanted to stay involved in the scene, keep introducing new folks to racing, and you know, spread spread the word about you know cycling and racing in Texas. And so, uh, so yeah, so I started this podcast, going on. Uh, this is my fifth season uh, doing that.
1: You got and, seasons, uh, yeah, Man, five seasons. five I years
0: in. I'm, I'm or on my fifth year. And, uh, I yeah, didn't have seasons. To believe, man I was just like I'm done
1: <laughs> I just stopped I had one season that was it
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> As, yeah my wife jokes that I might be on the spectrum you know because <laughs> yeah I, I get once I get a hold of an idea in my head it's like I won't let go of it until yeah, it's yeah. gonna be like crashing down around me <laughs> to, like finally like okay I'm not doing this anymore so my, which might be why you know I'm, stuck with cycling so long you know it's like hey I, you put another mile in front of me it's like i i gotta just do it
1: you gotta know? go extra miles <laughs> right just right. around the corner just around the bend yeah, you know we're yeah. almost right. that no i love what you're doing man like when their first season to the second and you're bringing races that either people have heard before that they don't know much about or that never heard before um, that are middle of nowhere cuz a lot of these gravel races now gravel right. gravels big i'm i'm looking into getting a gravel bike soon um do it man you have a lot of fun yeah oh my gosh like i would just love it probably yeah. crash more than you know but <laughs> i just want to go fast but i mean when when i heard your podcast i was like oh that's a cool race i want to go sign up yeah. like i messaged like that's cool let's let's do it yeah. uh, and and these you know the local community cycling groups are are really doing a great job with the gravel and they're they're taking charge they're taking hold of it and it's growing yeah it's growing and you know getting more people involved which increases fitness increases health it increases uh quality of life those three things i mean what you're doing is promoting health wealth health fitness and quality of life and then wealth you talk to yeah. me you talk to me you know, we talked
0: to you about, about uh, real estate investing and that, real, uh, estate. In real
1: estate yeah
0: wealth. but uh <clears throat> and i think i think uh i mean cycling builds some wealth for uh for for the for the manufacturers out there for sure. right right so <laughs> but but yeah i mean it's it's been uh um, you know it's it's been a it's been a nice thing to do uh, Talked to some nice, uh, some awesome people. In my opinion, I mean, the the folks that are putting on these races, oftentimes they're they're just doing it out of the the love that they have out of for the sport, you know. Yep. Yeah. Some some of them are making a little bit back, you know, but yeah, you know, they're putting it the, back the in. Folks, we're talking to. Yeah. Yeah, they're, you know, they're not getting rich off of off of uh, cycling events. Yeah. Uh, oftentimes there's there's other community organizations that that they've uh, pulled in to benefit from these right, uh, right. events you know think of the you know the Rattlesnake gravel grind uh, you know uh, gravel locos uh, the, uh, <clears throat> the rock and road 100 all of those you know benefited firefighters you know volunteer yeah. fire departments um, you know you've got other events out there that, that you know Benefit different local organizations and stuff. So right, right. So you know these events, you're exploring the towns and the surroundings, and you know you get a great experience out of it. But hey, and it's bringing people
1: to those places, tourists to to buy homes, Mm -hmm. to buy unimproved land to build homes. Right. Those people who want to create uh, wealth in in their legacy, right? Real estate wealth. I mean, it, it's just a lot of land out there yeah. that to be, you know, purchased now to invest in a property for a retirement, second home, Airbnb. Yeah. I mean, look what ha- happened in Arkansas, okay? Who would thought, what, 20, 30 years ago, even 40 years ago, all that land would, wouldn't would have been a, a mountain bike, right? Mountain right. bike trails. Now, that's like the Mecca. Yeah, UCI, bike races, road, gravel, mountain biking is, is like people flock there. I know a lot of, uh, good Houston guys are investing out there in, in Airbnb's. Um, just like in Leadville, when I raced Leadville 100, uh, you know, it was, I wouldn't say it it, it needed a lot. It needed a a push, right? right? So that's why they had the level 100. That's why they, um, and then a lot of the properties out there had Airbnbs, you know, right. uh, short-term rentals and all that. Yeah. So who's, who's to say, like, was that Castroville or what is it? Castro, that, that gravel grind.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> and all the listeners are like, don't you know that?
0: Come on. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm still learning about gravel. Um, yeah, I did my first gravel ride earlier this year, yeah um, thanks uh thanks to trek bikes you know uh invited me out to uh do the rock and road 100 yeah and it, it was a lot of fun man I, I borrowed a bike for that and and it was uh it was a lot of fun doing a yeah. race oh i mean it wasn't a race but it was uh it's just a lot of fun man going getting out there times I was riding fa- fast and there were times I was very, going very slow <laughs> i ended up dusty I felt bad giving the bike back, you know, because it was dirty, you know. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, "No, no, it's it's supposed to get dirty," you know. Oh, uh, and now now I've got my uh, got my own gravel build up. That's and, awesome. um, and I've I've been dabbling in it, you know. I'm not. I, I haven't gone out to uh, to another full event yet. But, yeah. I, but I'm keeping my eye on on you know what might work with my schedule. Uh, cause you know, when you got family and kids, I got, I got to plan it out a little more, <laughs> yeah, get, get like, that weekend pass in advance, put in and, your PTO, uh, yeah, right? right. Like a
1: request.
0: Yep. Say, Hey Deanna, I need, I you need, know, <laughs> can, can I have the day off? You know? <laughs> yeah. And, and for a lot of these events, it's, you know, it's, it's not a day off. It's like, you know, you you going to drive out there, get a hotel. Right, right. Uh, I, you know, uh, I often try to, work in a vacation with the family right you know yeah i was like hey i'm gonna go do this ride you know come out with spend a couple days before or or after right you know hanging out and stuff but i'm gonna do this one thing yeah but uh and you know family vacations man i i plan those a lot of times now around is there good riding and a lot of that's come from my experience either training or racing you know we we do a lot of vacationing in uh, in in Wimberley, Fredericksburg, um, Lakey. You know, I like going out west to uh, Fort Davis and uh, yeah, where else? I mean, I mean, if there's good riding, you know, it's 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 a it's a pool for me to take my family there because I can take them. Yep, I can take my bike. And you know, get the best of both worlds.
1: Yeah, that's what that's what the best part of cycling. It's family, you know. Whether you have a family or not, you have some kids that there's a real, probably a really cool park next to it or in it that you're riding with. I mean, they have the really cool fe- features. You should go down to the uh, Dinosaur Valley, okay, mountain bike uh, course. I forget uh, uh, Glen Rose, Glen Rose, okay, Texas, Glen Rose. man. Okay. Dude, they have real dinosaur footprints. Your kids will love it. <laughs> I'm telling you. And they have these like gnarly climbs. They're like all rocky. It's like a bowl. It's like a half bowl, right? And you're just like climbing, climbing, climbing. And then once you get to the top, you summit that. You can overlook where you parked, and it's like a big basin. And then you drop down. You do some gnarly, you know, turns and some switchbacks, and uh, then you go down to the river to the bed where those where the foot tracks are there. And uh, usually the water is dried up, and you can like take some photos and stuff like that so dinosaur valley park glen rose texas uh that was one of the i think was, what race used, was
0: out there that you did
1: uh it was one of the spring series mountain bike racing from timbra texas okay. mountain bike racing association so that's like it used to be like what texbro was um and that that was the spring series which is a little bit more competitive than the fall but they're all competitive but you know there's like a texas cup involved there's a jersey there's money there you know, all this swag so yeah um yeah man it's 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 so much fun you know to, to just be out there hang out with the, the friends you know get out there and and get some fitness trade some uh bike racing world yeah uh, war stories and and all that so um yeah so that's awesome so, so with all your, uh, I mean, you have like, what, five seasons. What, what are, what are the top three things when you interview people that is like a common thread about from everyone? Either comment they said, like we're talking about community, racing, you know, recreation yeah. for fun. What are like the common things you hear? Maybe the top three that they all talk about.
0: <coughs> um, Let's see. I mean, if, if you if you're thinking about like racing or even cycling, I think that you know one of the common threads is just to uh, to give it a go. You know, that, you know, there's a lot of people that want to try try a, uh, an event or or a group ride, <clears throat> and uh, and those are great ways to get into the sport uh, and and meet friends and even if you're not going to race you know if you just want to get out there and get some fitness it's you know doing it with a group makes it more fun yeah and uh and you're more likely to uh to keep doing it you know if you you know once you have a uh a group of friends that you're you're regularly riding with um <clears throat> i think the uh you know the the other thing is, you know, you kind of have to. Uh, cyclists are kind of kind of masochists, you know. Yeah. Um, you kind of have to have a uh, a love of the pain. So you know, as you were talking about earlier. Right. Oh, that bell turned off. <laughs> yeah, I was getting used <laughs> I, to the bell. I was like, oh, was, I, either they were taking the trash out somewhere. Or, or the donut place was getting robbed of cheese, <laughs> <Right>? And <laughs> we're just here having a good time. Maybe there's a shortage of sausages. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, so, uh,
1: hey,
0: Philip. <clears> hey, <throat> man. So, uh, Philip just walked up. Uh, yeah. A friend of mine. Um, so, F- Philip uh, fam- owns Huey's, him and his family. Yeah. And uh, But uh, we became, my wife and I became friends with him. Uh, we mentored them in their marriage prep but um, but yeah back back to the, uh, the other things that this being masochist for yeah. pain uh, and you can take that as far as you want to want to go yeah yeah there have been days where I'm just like alright well I need to uh, you know it's 30 degrees outside but Woof. I'm, I'm de- devoted to getting a ride in that day and i'll you know bundle up and i'll still still go and sitting there at the red light towards the end of my ride some guy pulls up in a truck is like rolls down his window i'm like oh man here goes someone's gonna like spit some words about the the latex or something and he just looks over he's man are you aren't you cold (laughs) and i I looked and you know i had I had all the proper gear. Yeah, I was like, "Nope." He said, "How long do you ride?" I was like, Guys, "I'm at like 40, 50 miles right now, or whatever it was." And uh, he said, "Man, I'm cold just looking at you." <laughs> oh my <laughs> I, gosh! Yeah, he's like, "Have a nice day." But it was like, it was a friendly exchange. Yeah, but it was just like I was like, you know, yeah, so. That day I was a masochist for for pain because of the cold. Right, right. There are other days where it's just like, you know, I've gone out too far and I, you know, I didn't have enough water and I was just like, yeah, you know, coming back. I'm like, oh, I should have, I should have packed pack more water bottles.
1: Right, right. And
0: uh, but I finished it and you know recuperated. Um, you know, and then then there's the speed pain if you're if you're on the chain gang that day and. And, and you're trying to fight through the, the lactose, yeah. <laughs> then uh, or the lactic acid, you know? Then, um, then yeah, that's that's another kind of pain, right? Right? Yeah. So, but it also but it also helps you with pain, you know. It helps you helps you get over other things, you know. So, um, you yeah, I, I i gone through a, I got I went through a through a divorce that like you know almost broke me mentally mm, and emotionally. Yeah and cycling was 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 my refuge for that and you know work through that with my friends and and with the bike right and uh, you know it, it, when I'm on on the bike by myself no group it's time of reflection
1: yeah
0: yeah you know? uh, you know, I can pray on the bike I can reflect I can meditate do whatever I need um, dude I'm the same way <clears throat> so, yeah. I
1: mean and when I'm gearing up in the mornings, you. you know, because I usually get out at 5 a.m. between 5 and 5:30 5 almost every morning, whether it's a hour and a half to three hours, and it's like 35 degrees, it's 40 degrees, wind is howling. <laughs> I already like accepted it's gonna be cold. Like I already yeah. know. Yeah. So I was like, all right. I don't know if you know who David Goggins is, but <laughs> but he, him, and Jocko Willick, and and. Uh, and Joe, Joe Rogan, I mean, they, those guys are in my head, you know, once I, I had my inner bee is what it's called, right? Yeah. You're being a little bee. It's like, come on, you know, like, you can do this. Just get out there, start pedaling or start moving, right? Right. And yeah. what you said about like working through some stuff like praying or deep thought, right? That's kind of my, my time, my, I, I call it an aid station because, you know, I don't mm-hmm. like to take long breaks. So that's my A-station where I just get work out a lot of things in my head, right? Yeah. And what you're talking about personally, you know, you went through a divorce. Uh, uh, that That's it, like hard for anybody, I think. Mm-hmm. And so having that outlet in cycling that you put instead of going to another side where you could have got addicted to other things, right? That's not healthy, like drinking and drugs and this and mm-hmm. that. And you could definitely, you know, it could have led you somewhere else into a dark place. Yeah. Um. It leads you another dark place, which is suffering on the bike. <laughs> but it's it's a healthy, but um, that's that's what I go through almost every morning, man. I, I I wrestle a lot during the day, my business, personal life, things of that nature, and then I get on the bike and I just work it out. You yeah. know, um, I listen to a lot of motivation, a lot of audio books, mm-hmm. business, um, spiritual, all that. That really helps me, like, just pretty much tires me out. So it's like, okay, if it's not going to matter in five years, yeah. or if it's not going to affect me, or I, I, if I can't do anything now about it, why should why should I worry about it? Like, if right. I have no control, you know, I only have control over myself, my words, my thoughts, my right. actions, mm-hmm. and and hopefully I can influence anyone I come in contact with in a positive way. Yeah, You know, uh, whether they treat me well or not well, you know, I want to leave them in a better place and, and help them whatever I can. So um, and that's that's awesome, man, because because, you know, uh, I think people need that these days, you know, there's um, a yeah. lot of there's a lot of bad things and there's a lot of good things. But, you know, it's, it's very easy to be led in a different path, good or bad. Right. Right. I mean, but you know cycling there's a camaraderie there's goals there's lots of cool things you know yeah. if, if like you said if you're just starting out like like it, those common things that those people yeah. said is like just do it just mm-hmm. just go to an event mm-hmm. see how it's you know like you, you yeah. took me out to the race <laughs> my first race i didn't know what the heck i was doing i was yeah. like all right i'm gonna go and just <laughs> do whatever i don't right i don't know this thing it was fun you know yeah so I mean, I would encourage anyone that they're dealing with internal or external, just just go out and, and have a good time, and and uh, and then just just do just do it, I guess. Yeah. So yeah.
0: yeah. So I mean, so you've been doing you've been cycling for a while, and now you're in, in uh, realty just to change change the pace a little bit here. Um, how, do, you, do you see? <clears throat> a change in the market, or or maybe are there things that that um, you see differently in in the housing market or in your work as a result of
1: your cycling? Oh, like how I perform?
0: Well, and yeah, I mean, I guess performance would be one one way, or maybe a perspective on a neighborhood. Sure, I, I'm just thinking, you know, like um, like when you you know if if you Ride through a neighborhood, you know, you might have a different perspective on Uh, that neighborhood, you know, that you can bring to your clients and stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I, you know, when I ride through a neighborhood that I either, I've been before or I look at homes Mm -hmm. and I'm always saying, okay, I think the price point is this and that. And I kind of jump through the, put those numbers in my head.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I think about if they're you know how young or old the neighborhood is and the development right Mm i've been seeing a lot of uh remodels new construction especially more in central houston um a lot of a lot of the properties most of them are getting knocked down and a brand new home if not a renovated home gets gets put up right yeah um last two years the market was like on fire. Like it's still on fire, but last two years, year and a half, it was insane. Like, Thank you. I mean, you had to put a handle on it to get control. Um, you know, houses were going up in a day and under contract the next day, you yeah. know. And now, what we're seeing is um, in my business, I don't know about anybody else, because I'm still busy. And when they said, they told me, People who've been doing this business for way more longer than years, they see way more deals. They told me, oh, last December or this past December of 2022, it's gonna be the slowest month. That's what everyone said. All the people, and I, you know what? I control my narrative. I control my destiny. I control my market. I created a market for myself. And that December, when people said that that was gonna be the slowest time of the year, I may mean, not know anything. I don't know what's mm-hmm. slow and fast. I just I just do things right. Like when I go attack in a group, I just go. I don't. I think, but I'm just <laughs> like I just want to go fast. I want to be first. Yeah. That's it. I'll worry about being tired later, you know. But they told me, oh, okay, it's gonna be slow. Be prepared. Save your money. Uh, all these fear mongering, fear tactics. Uh, um, and I don't mean to bring the social uh, media into this, mm-hmm. but a lot a lot of negativity, mm-hmm. right? And we just got done talking about on how to, you know, uh, pep ourselves up, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Mental talk, -talk. self-talk. I said, you know what? I'm going to just do the opposite. I'm going to do the inverse of that. I'm going to create my own market. I'm going to get out there. I'm going to spend more money on marketing. I I had a lot of listings uh, in November. I'm going to do more. I'm going to do triple what everyone's saying. And I did that and I found six listings that month of December, not even three, four months ago. And I sold all of them. The yeah. last one I sold was a week ago. And so, I mean, I don't, that, that could be not as good as, as a realtor that yeah. is probably more experienced. But for me, that was one of my best months. Mm-hmm. Listing six properties in one month. And then yeah. finally, you know, I sold five of them before the end of the year. Yeah. Because people want to buy before the end of the year because of tax purposes. Yeah. Or they want to start a school, mm-hmm. you know, in, in a school district for their family. Yeah. Um and I just created a market for myself. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I respect the market. I'm just looking at it now and I'm looking at it. And so when I ride around these neighborhoods and I'm looking around all the development, especially here in this area, you know, I'm looking at what it could either sell and look like in the next five to 10 years. Yeah. Right. The growth mm-hmm. of what, what things could look like. So, yeah. um, I hope that answers your question.
0: Yeah, I mean it does. It does to an extent, you know. And I, I, it it, um, it it made me think about uh, you know back in the way This going way back. Right out of college, you know, uh, my, one of my first jobs was as a uh, a collector.
1: <coughs> was it what?
0: Uh, I was a. Student Loan Collector. Don't, oh. don't, you know, don't unsubscribe to the podcast. That. <laughs> student Loan? You know, I mean, you no. broke knees with, with baseball bats, <laughs> no. right? Kneecaps? No. But I made a lot of calls, you know, trying to get people that had defaulted on student loans back into repayment. Or, yeah. Um, or yeah. You know, in some cases they had done very well and, and were now able to
1: pay off their loans. And right. so, um,
0: so I would help them negotiate that. So, um, anyway.
1: Wow! I need you to work for me then. <laughs> I need. I need. I need some negotiations.
0: So anyway, but, well, back then it was it was kind of similar. They were like, oh, the holidays, you know, no, you know, don't expect a bonus and this and that, you know, because mm-hmm. you know, people aren't going to be making payments during during for the holidays, you know. And so, uh, so I was just like, well, I'll just make more calls than I normally do. Yeah. So. Um, Cause I still had a, I still had a goal, um, so I just increased what I was doing, and um, you know, I would, I was able to bonus. I you know, the first year there, I bonus thirteen months in a row, which, which was unheard of there for a, for a new collector, yeah. and uh, and I had never been a collector before that job. I've never been one after. But but for the three years that I was there, I was one of the top collectors in, in that department. Awesome, and uh, but but I just remember it's like the only the only guaranteed way that you're not gonna get what you know, do what you need to do in a slow month is if you do nothing exactly. You know? So yeah. if, if you're putting the effort out there, uh, you'll have some dividends. How much effort? Is, yeah. is going to determine the amount of the dividends. The percentage may not be there. Right. But if the percentage is small, then you got to make more effort to get the to yeah. get the amount of dividends you need. Yeah. If the if the percentage is larger in dividends, and you get then you have to put forth less effort. You know, but it's it you know, it doesn't mean you don't put forth an effort. You know. Right. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, and I. That that goes back to cycling too, because I mean you can you can put that in cycling or because you want to get better at cycling, you got to put in the miles, you got to put in the hours of training,
1: efforts. You know, it's all those efforts. Yeah,
0: you got to you got to put in the sprints if you want to build build your uh, your muscles, your your, your speed cells to your, yeah. your mitochondria. You got to get right. all that that growing ATP. So yeah, <laughs> but uh, talk some biology here. But right. um, muscle
1: striations and all that. Yeah, so. but I mean, you you got to do
0: that, and the same thing in life and business. You, know, you gotta you gotta yeah. put forth the effort to get the, the returns, you know. But uh, but yeah, in, and and in terms of uh, infrastructure, because I've talked on the podcast in the past about you know uh, bike lanes and things of that nature. Um, and you know, there's there yeah, you know, there's a lot of bike infrastructure happening in Houston. Uh, over the last many years uh, Not enough in my opinion But there, there is a lot A lot more than I think What people realize Yeah On one side You've got folks that, that You know Oh I don't want those Bike lanes coming in And you know Taking away a lane of traffic And this and that Sure But I would think I mean when I look around at, In the neighborhoods When I see bike lanes I mean usually I see Neighborhoods that are either uh, coming back you know from from you know not being dead but maybe they've been in a state of disrepair and right. and that's a, a kind of a, a spark to yeah. to reinvigorate the neighborhood and then you know, in some areas it's new development and that's an attractive feature so I'm just curious your take on that is that like a correct
1: uh. synopsis or I like the bike lanes. I don't like how they have the concrete barriers. Yeah. Like the <coughs> one on Heights Boulevard, uh-huh. that's a bike lane. I love that. Yeah. On 11th Street? Have it's you been amazing. down 11th Street? No.
0: Not, not, okay. not the new, because it's been redone, right? Yeah.
1: So. so go down 11th Street today when you leave. Yeah. Then remember that statement when you said, I like the bike lanes. Yeah. I'm all about bike lanes, dude. Like, I'm yes. all about safety. But I think they took it a little too far on 11th Street. Now, like, in downtown and stuff, yeah, that's cool. I like that. I mean, it has those little plastic barriers that are mm-hmm. kind of curved, and I get that. Um, I think for the most part, I mean, it's good for the for the people who are riding, you know, commuting and stuff. I use the bike lanes, but they went a little too far on 11th Street, in my opinion. Yeah. Not to say that I don't want bike lanes. I just want enforcement of when when either you know the whole three-foot law right hmm. oh yeah don't give me three-foot law <laughs> you know um, I want more enforcement I want to see just just uh, the common areas where you know cyclists come around you know yeah. that that is a high traffic not just you know recreational cycling but people who actually need to get to work or school yeah. or whatever um, in my opinion, I, I haven't seen a lot of that enforcement of, yeah. uh, especially the three-foot rule. I've <laughs> been buzzed so many. I've been buzzed so many times by Metro bus. Yeah, like when I see them, I expect to get buzzed. Right. If I don't, I'll call them up. Why did you buzz me? Like yeah. that's how bad they are. Yeah, and I get it. Like it's a city, and you know, I, I just I, I think in my opinion. It's a way to push the enforcement aside and say, look, we're, we're creating bike lanes, so there you go, right? Right. I'm not sure how much enforcement is, is being had because I've never had, <coughs> uh, I've never seen a uh, police officer, nobody like enforcing any of that. Yeah. You know, um, all that to say, I mean, I guess just the more awareness, more mm-hmm. than the infrastructure. Yeah. You know? Because the thing is, when when, when motorists are, are buzzing me or actually get they hit, some, God forbid they hit another cyclist. One cyclist is too many, and all they get is a, p- a ticket or nothing at all. Or
0: yeah,
1: it's all on the cyclist, and you know, and that's that's kind of the mo of, of the yeah. whole situation.
0: Yeah, I never read the comments, man. I, was, I I open them up sometimes to read them. I always regret doing it, man. It's like a bunch of morons, you know. Well, and, you know, understand it's, the rules of the, the, the road and... Yeah,
1: and I get it. People, we're, we're in a busy city, you yeah. know. <clears throat> busy. People got to get to work. And I get it. Like, I'm not... I, I'm not upset at them. I'm just disappointed and I... But I understand it. Yeah. I understand it, just disappointed. Like, and, you know, it just... Just be kind. It's just like a walker crossing, crossing the right. street. Mm-hmm. If they're walking and there's traffic, you yeah. would stop for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would probably put it the same level as a pedestrian. I, yeah. I would, definitely. Right. Um, it's just, I, I think the level in, of enforcement of the actual three-foot rule of getting too close to cyclists right. isn't there. <laughs> and, you know, how do we regulate it? Maybe you maybe you put some more officers there yeah. at high trafficked areas, right? Where the commuters, or or put put it at the new bike lanes. Heck, you know, mm-hmm. create some awareness that look, you know, like we want it. We 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 made this for them. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, we don't want y'all to get too close to them. Right. I, I just yeah. So yeah. But, a few
0: years back, I I had a close call with with a with a driver. Or I mean, the guy like when he when he passed me he pa- he passed me. it was in a neighborhood in, in in inner Houston but he uh the guy passed me and then just i guess he got tired of how long it took to get around me so when he when he finally got around me he slammed on his brakes in front of me and then you know and he like peeled off and i took and of course then there's a stop sign yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he like slams on his brakes at the stop sign, and so I take a picture, and he's like, he's like, yeah, what? What are you gonna do, huh? What are you gonna do? Yeah, go ahead. Good luck. <laughs> so I I went ahead, and I was like, I went to HPD, and I was, he was like, hey, look, I've got I got the license plate. This is what happened. Yeah. The guy deliberately tried to get me to run into the back of his right. car. Uh, what do they tell me? they are like, well, he didn't hit you. Yeah. I said, well, he was, but he was clearly <laughs> within three feet. Yeah. Do you have video? No. He yeah. said, well, it's your word against his, you know, if we were to, to find him. I said, here's his license plate. Yeah. You'll find him, or at least the owner of the car.
1: <clears throat> yeah. It's just sad. It was that just like, comes to that. I was
0: like, so I'd have to get hit, which means that I, I might die before the three foot rule gets enforced. <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean, I laugh, but it's, it's, cause it's yeah. so, so, so ridiculous, you know? Yeah. It's, uh,
1: I mean, but, uh, um, it just stinks, you know, you know but. Yeah. I, I, I kind of have to... a
0: mixed opinion too on the bike lanes. I, I I appreciate having a bike lane. I, I'll use them sometimes. My, my big, biggest pet peeve, um, with some of those that have the concrete barrier, if it when it rains, they're hard to see the concrete barrier yeah. if you're driving, you know. Um, and then the other issue, yeah, you know, I don't know, maybe paint paint those yellow or something. I well, I think yeah. the yellow has to be the middle line, but paint them with it's reflective or something so you, right, so right. drivers can see that that barrier's there in low light situations. Yeah. But the other piece is my my biggest pet peeve of all. Or two, I guess, or, or uh, bike lanes that are too narrow. And that that tends to be the older bike lanes. Like oh yeah, like down on Fountain View, there's a bike lane, and I I shit you not, it's probably half the width of this table that we're sitting wow. at, and with uh, trash you know, on it. Yeah, and and, Nails. The, and the second piece of that is uh, a bike lane that's not maintained. You know, so, yeah, uh, you know if it. The bike lanes, they're not getting swept, you know, by the street sweepers and this and that. They're sweeping and all the trash from the road know.
1: into the bike lane. Yeah.
0: And so you ride, and, it, you know, it's like if I'm going, I just, I look at a bike lane a lot of times, and I'm like, Yeah. I say, oh, man, I should have brought my gravel bike, because <laughs> that's, because that's flat city waiting to happen, you know. Yeah.
1: Well, I um, mean, we could yeah. all.
0: Can't be perfect,
1: but. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're just trying to, trying to all work in harmony. <laughs> Yeah. You know, let the cars yeah. be the cars, cyclists be the cyclists, and but yeah. it's just we well, let's just work together on, yeah. on having a safer time right. on the road. You know, we're yeah. not we, we just want to we just want everyone to be safe. Yeah, whether you're in a car like- and and on the bike, yeah. you know.
0: I do like that they're doing a mix of different things. So bike lanes, you know, and wide bike lanes, preferably, you know, where right. where they where they work shared lanes if there's multiple lanes you know and, and you know yeah where that can work too uh they protected lanes for those that you know are getting around here and there but right. you know but aren't you know they're not going fast like a, like us latex guys you know when i commute by bike I, i'm not going fast yeah but I'm, I'm traveling on a multi-lane road that uh where i i know is safe too you know right but, yeah. It's It's awesome, good, man.
1: man. Well, but, we are uh, we are eating dumplings. We are. We I'm, are I'm eating dumplings. Are you hungry? What? I am. I am. Great. I'm about to eat the whole thing. Gra- yeah, I'm
0: going to get some uh order some some a plate here in a minute.
1: So um What else we got? Well, yes.
0: I was going to ask you if, uh if you've got a, like a re cause it's been a while since we've talked. So have there been any, any new races, uh, that you've tried?
1: Man. Um, that's a good question. I haven't raced, man. It probably a year and a half. Uh, it's, it's been a while. It's, it's been a while. Um, and shoot, probably I, I did a mountain bike race like a year ago. It's just bad. Oh, I signed up for the Memorial Park um, Speed Challenge in May.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, I, I think yeah, I saw it's that, a mountain yeah. bike
1: race uh, started by Daryl Rosenfeld. Daryl, he does everything. He yeah. does you know, cyclocross, mountain biking, some road. But I saw that, and I was like, oh, shoot. So I, I signed up. I signed up too late because the the intermediate B group, I guess. So I was like, I'll, I'll do whatever. I just want to get out there. And
0: So are they, and, are they closing uh, the trails for it?
1: They're closing as much as they can. You know, yeah. So, yeah, they're closing as much as they can over there. So, yeah. Um,
0: Putting up some signs, warning the runners. <laughs> Trails closed today. Yeah, because if we're bike se- racing going on, there's
1: some section where you can just send it. Yeah, three four foot ledge, and if there's a yeah. hiker or a runner there, or a dog, or well, yeah. hopefully not a dog. A dog. What are you
0: thinking of the new park? Have you been out there?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I went riding out there. I took some drone video shots, some some bike footage, and and uh, I'm gonna put put together a, a video for attraction of. People who don't know about the land bridge, you know, I went to their grand opening and it's pretty neat. Yeah. They, they kept most of the trails there. They, they carved some stuff out a little bit more. It's like a little bit of a pump track in the basin, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a cool place, uh, just to go walking. They have some cool little benches where, you know, you can sit and rest. Uh, they have a pe it looks like a pier that looks like out, you know, looks out on the the grass area so yeah um yeah i mean it's pretty neat That's it's cool yeah you know. i
0: finally rode through there uh, a couple weeks back and uh discovered some of the rules you know because it's you know i saw gravel a nice wide gravel and i was like oh well, I'll, I'll cut through here and i immediately a runner came by it, it was like hardly any runners that day. <laughs> and there was like, it was like, there's one runner because no bikes on the trail. I was like, oh, okay. So I like, you know, I was like, well, let me back around. I don't want to piss anybody off. So
1: <clears throat> are you talking so about the running part? The, yeah, the running, part. Oh yeah.
0: And, and so, uh, so I, and then a guy came, one of the park, uh, employees drove up on the golf cart and he like flagged me down. I was like, I was like, no, no. I said, Somebody just told me, said no bikes on the trail. He's like, yeah, yeah, I was gonna tell you. He's like, so, he's like, you can ride the sidewalk or this or the dirt, the gravel trail on the other side
1: of, yeah. of the street here. And I, it's funny though; I was like, those okay. those runners will come to the picnic <clears throat> loop and hog up the running the running section over yeah. there. Do you know the picnic oh. loop mm-hmm. where the Memorial Park Crits are? Yeah. <clears throat> like, and it there there'll be like five of them running, like literally. Laterally, <laughs> blocking the whole thing. Yeah, and some of them will run. I don't know about drafting or what. I don't. I don't know. <laughs>
0: like,
1: I mean. yeah, and then they'll go backwards because it's only one way. Right. Yeah, and they, you know, they don't care. So.
0: Yeah, but I I rode through there, so yeah, you know, finally found my way. It still had to cross Memorial because I was to to get through because I was on my way to the. Um, To Northwest Transit Center. So I had to get to Post Oak. Uh, I still had to cross Memorial, go on that side so that I could stay legal, you know, as far as like where I was riding. And then I was like, oh, I'll cross back over using the new land bridge. Right, right. No bikes on the land bridge. So you go to the second land bridge, no bikes on the land bridge. So I finally used the the old bridge that they had built a while back. Over by the the running center, yeah. You know, at, at across over there. Okay. It's like those land bridges are, are like are, are wider than this thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should be able to ride my bike over the land bridge because that's that provides more space. Right, right. But yeah, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, I guess they have their reasons. I didn't know you can you can <laughs> ride over You're not the supposed land bridge. To, so, so. I, ne- well,
1: I never, have, I never had, I, but yeah. Outlaw. Zoe's rolls Yeah. Well, yeah, man. Um, you're, a, you're a
0: bike. Uh, you're a bike scuffle. Oh. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I need to get back into racing. It's it's been a long time, but like real estate, like I said, it's it's been busy. You know, yeah. Good busy. So that's good. You gotta always strike when the iron's hot. But I, I definitely understand taking taking the weekend off or maybe a couple of days to go camping. You know. Yeah. I have my iPad here. I have my phone. I can, yeah. I can do deals. Or get, you still get, got that trailer? Yes, I do. Nice. I have that trailer. I'm thinking about selling it. You want to buy it? <laughs> right, anyone, anyone of this podcast listeners want to buy a? I, I have nowhere to put it. It's like uh, what is it? A four by eight or five x five by It looks
0: eight. like it looks pretty sweet. I mean, if it's just like you, you and the dog, or you and your honey. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got a family of five it's gonna be a tight squeeze oh it, but, yeah it's only good uh, for one and a half people like, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but
1: i put a cool like hitch hitch on it yeah came with the hitch it has a tv in it yeah you put the bike rack on it it's i haven't used it enough to like actually get a lot out got a of a it, little it's teardrop shaped isn't yeah it too? yeah it's, it's uh cool. it's called the tiny camper tiny okay. camper okay it's pretty neat cool. i put a i put a cushion like yeah. a really like a Temper cushion because yeah. i'm all about disco like, ball disco ball <laughs> uh the Some club is, lights club lights the strobes black light poster and everything <laughs> got the got the uh
0: got the hydraulics you know
1: hydraulics <laughs> and then the, the beads when you walk in you have that oh beads, nice nice yeah you know? so sweet. uh yeah man it's, No, I, it's I,
0: awesome I, i'm joking it, but it, it yeah it looked pretty sweet I, you know, i've seen pictures of it in the past and The first time I I I took that out,
1: it was, like, raining really bad. And I've never had a trailer. I never towed anything before in my life. And I was learning how to, like, back up in, like, torrential rain. And and it was, like, it was before. I think it was a a gravel race. It was a gravel race. I went out there, like, three or four years ago. I was all pumped up. And I got, I was the first one on the dang uh, campsite. And... I didn't even know how to, like, drop it. I learned how to drop it right then and there, you know, in yeah. a special way. And I just stood in that camper and looked like, I, the wind was so bad, it, like, knocked over trees. Oh, wow. On the course. Huh. On the course. And I was just thinking, this thing doesn't even weigh 800 pounds. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, thank God it didn't blow it over. Because <laughs> that would have been done. Easy. Like, it would have been not a good day for me, nice. so...
0: Yeah, the things we learn out there, man.
1: Yeah. What about you? What What do you got going on schedule wise for racing or cycling?
0: Uh, you know, uh, I might, I might if I get some uh, some quality ride time in coming up, some intervals. I think I need I need a good like six six weeks of uh, intervals uh, before yeah. uh, before I get, so I could do the, the Memorial... I mean, not the Memorial Park Crits. You got me thinking about the Memorial Park Crits now. It's like, I hope they come back, but I don't know. But, uh, no, I don't think I'll be in shape for Bear Creek. But, um, no, uh, the Grand crit downtown. Oh,
1: yeah, HGC, yep. yeah. Yeah,
0: I, I always like to do that one, even if, you know, even if I don't get a result. It's... it's I've had... Well, that's, I always have fun. Yeah. And I've had... Uh, you know, the last time I did it, I think... Was that the time I, I, wrecked. No, no. Last year I did okay, because I raced it last year. I did okay. okay. Yeah. But uh, I think it was like the, a couple years before that I had wrecked, and oh, I was so man. pissed because I was like, I was right, I was right in the pack, a guy in front of me his, his seat post broke and oh, went shit. down, and I tried to bunny hop him because I had nowhere to go. Yeah. Because uh, he he was already you know horizontal. He was down. Yeah. And so I was like trying to bunny hop his back wheel and just missed it and went went over so oh um, man i've
1: done that before but, but I, uh, I cleared it well yeah. i didn't clear it i i cleared the front wheel uh-huh. and the back wheel just went over his yeah. back tire his back yeah. wheel yeah i was like sweet i'm on the trail again so i just like maneuvered <laughs> it yeah i was
0: so mad man because it was like right right into the we're on the back side of the course before you turn around to come into the finished sprint, you know? Okay. And I was just like, I was like, oh, we're almost done, man. We're right there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah, no. Oh, man. And the guy was like, are you, you know, one of the uh, guys come over, he's checking me. Are you okay? I was like, do you have an Allen wrench so I can straighten my handlebar and go? Oh. He was like, no. He was, he calls in my number. I was like, no, I'm not done. I just need an Allen wrench. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> so I oh, like, damn. Oh, damn. Yeah. Farewell. But yeah, I just so I want to do that, um, and then uh, I don't know, man. Uh, try to try to hit up some gravel uh, if I can. There's, yeah, uh,
1: let me know. I'll, couple, I'll carpool with you. Let yeah, there,
0: there's uh, yeah, gravel locos is is on.
1: Uh, I'm okay. The
0: same you. weekend as. Uh, as uh, another couple that we're mentoring, as their wedding, Oh, okay. So I was like, I was like ah, y'all can't reschedule. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I'm not doing Gravel Locos this year. Um, Bring them to the but race. Christ. Mentor <laughs> them at the race. <laughs> but I think, but Gravel Locos has a uh, has one, I think, in October or I think in, in Colorado. Yeah. So uh, so if it if it doesn't conflict with uh, some conference stuff that I got going on. Got it. And, uh, then I might try to do that. Yeah. Wow. yeah that's Otherwise, you know, my daughter, I think you know she she's been itching a race, so uh, hoping to sign her up for the uh, the Lawson Credit Youth uh, oh, Okay summer program. Yeah. Uh, and get get her on the track. So. So yeah. So she's been she's itching. She's like she's like when's okay. the next race? She's I'll, eight. She's like, when's the next race? Which is the next race that has a kids race, Dad? Yeah. So, you know, all you promoters out there, you know, if you don't have a kid's lap, get a kid's lap. Man, they, they yeah. love it, man. It's,
1: they, they, they love have it. The, they have the mountain bike kid's cup. It's, like, super cool. Uh, my boy James, he runs it. He's a veteran, Marine Marine Corps veteran. He's really cool. Uh, he's at a uh, Brian, uh, not Brian, Kyle, Kyle, Texas. I think he still lives over there. And, um, yeah, he's he's awesome. Like, And he has the, the Kids' Cup, where it's a little miniature track, you know. Okay. It has some cool little features, but nothing too crazy. But, you know, get the kids involved. The races are the day before the actual mountain bike race. Okay. And then, um, but he sets it up. I mean, he's, he's amazing, you know. He, the kids love it, so... And just kind of grooms them, you know, for sportsmanship, you know, um, or, you know, organized sports and, yeah, yeah. and, uh, fitness too. Yeah. So I think it's really good. Yeah. So. yeah
0: I, I mean, I like it cause I can, I can ride bikes with her, you know, and she gets, she has a, she has a good time. So, so yeah, she just got a new bike, uh, this year for Christmas, man. She keeps, she keeps out growing bikes, man. I got if anybody wants to buy, a, uh, I got two two girls' bikes. She's outgrown now. I need to get rid of. It. Right. <laughs> so, but
1: anyway, good. good for her. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Well, cool, man. Well, I appreciate you being on here. Let's let's uh, wrap this up and then we can we can get on to dinner for real. Yeah, man. Appreciate but, it. Uh, you have anything? Any last thing you want to you want to add?
1: Um. Well, I mean, just. Uh. If anyone's thinking about, you know, fitness, you know, wellness, wealth, real estate, you know, um, we talked a lot about that today here, um, especially, especially health and quality of life as that, that supersedes anything and, and camaraderie, right. Um, and, and getting, getting out there with your fellow cyclists from beginners to pros to Joe Schmoes, like you and I want to be pros or, you know, cat threes and fours and, and just having a good time. Um, I, I think, I know your podcast is doing a great job and getting, getting the, the racers out, you know, racers information to, um, you know, awareness. We talk about safety, right? We talk about infrastructure. Um, we, you know, with your other discussions, um, different places in Texas to race, to get them out there, to, to yeah. create that awareness. Um, yeah. I mean, if, if, anyone's thinking about making a move in real estate, Texas, the world, I, I've got lots of connections all over the world from Houston to across the country to the world. So
0: if you're looking to buy or sell a home. yeah. How do you you get a hold of you?
1: Listing specialist. Yeah, my phone number is 281-455-8412. I'm with EXP Realty. I'm on a team called Empower Properties Team. And I specialize in listing and selling homes. I'm listing specialist. If you're looking to buy, I have a team as well. We can definitely help you at at that. Uh, Or rent. Or just if you have any questions about the real estate market. Because, you know, it's... It's a lot right now. There's a lot of things coming. A lot of things happened this past year that you would need to know about. You know? Yeah. So, I appreciate you having me on.
0: Yeah, yeah. No problem, man. No problem. Anytime. Anytime you want to be on Armando. Uh, and, you know, I, I can certainly vouch for Armando. Uh, I I, I haven't worked with him in, in terms of real estate, but <laughs> through... Uh, cycling through the team when he was on the team uh his schooling he put his mind to it he got it done you know he he took over his coach for a while uh after uh after i left hcc and uh you know yeah forgot about that (laughs) he uh on time work get puts in the work for it and and you heard him uh he doesn't listen to the naysayers that, you know, that you can't do this or can't do that or this is the way it's been done. So, you know, it, he's going to figure it out. And uh, so, so yeah. But I uh, yeah. appreciate it, Armando.
1: Yeah, I appreciate you too, Paul. I mean, you, you've helped me out in my cycling career. You took me to my first race ever. <laughs> I mean, that's that's amazing. So it's uh, I owe you a lot of gratitude for that. Um, and just push me out there to. And I'm one of those. I'm one of those. I'll jump out the plane and <laughs> and build a parachute on the way down. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like I'll figure it out. Like you said, I'll figure it out. It's just you got to start. Start yeah. somewhere, right? That's just, right? What is that? Yeah. Uh, uh, what is it? Oh, moving forward or always forward, never straight. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And yeah. it doesn't always have to be straight. It can go <laughs> whatever direction you lead it. Right. Right. So. Right. I appreciate your kind words. Thank you. Sure.
0: Yeah, no problem, man. All
1: right.
0: Let me... Again, that was Armando Espinosa. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, visit Armando armandoespinosa.exprealty.com. And if you're looking for a good dinner spot, visit either of the Huey's locations. It's family owned and family friendly. Now let's see what's on the calendar Of the near future. For one, crit racing has started up. Tuesdays in Richardson, Texas, there's the Tuesday Night Crits, presented by Turbo Velo. Races are nearly every Tuesday through August at Breckenridge Park. Details are on Facebook. Thursdays in Austin, head over to the driveway. Those run through mid October. Go to drivewayseries.com info. And if you're looking for some bike action on Wednesdays in Houston, your wait is almost over. The Bear Creek Crit Series, presented by Southwest Cycling Club, begins April 26th. Outside of racing, there are a number of training rides that are great for getting ready for things like the MS-150. Check out the calendar on techspiker.net to find one near you. And that's all for this episode. Be sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast. You can also follow Drop Bar Texas on Facebook and Instagram. If you have a ride to promote, story to share, or just want to talk bikes, email me at dropbartx at gmail.com. And until next time, have fun, enjoy the sun, or just rule five it.